So have you ever been in a situation where you thought all was lost, where hope seemed to vanish, and you wondered if there was any light at the end of the tunnel? We all face moments in our lives where we are left questioning if there is any way out or if we're ever going to see a breakthrough. But what if I told you that there is a God who specializes in turning the most hopeless situations into glorious victories? A God who can bring life out of death and turn our mourning into dancing. A God who turns an end into an end that wasn't. Today, we're going to talk more about the passage that Joan, you read. We're going to dive into one of the most transformative moments, not in just Christian history, but in history, in human history, the resurrection of Jesus Christ. We will see how his resurrection changed the lives of his followers and continues to impact our lives today. Now, Joni read from John the, his account of the resurrection. And in this passage, we find Mary Magdalene, one of Jesus's closest followers, going to the tomb where Jesus was laid. Imagine her grief. Put yourself in that situation. Imagine going to visit one of your recently departed loved ones at their grave, and you get there and it's all dug up. There's just an empty hole there. Yeah, that face is exactly what you should feel. Imagine her grief as one of her best, closest friends, her leader, lays dead and she goes there with a heavy heart, knowing that he is dead in one of the most brutal fashions imaginable. She arrives at the tomb only to discover that the stone had been rolled away and Jesus' body is gone. She runs to tell Peter and John, who then rush to the tomb to see for themselves. Now, John is the one who, throughout history, many believe is the one that is described in the Gospel of John as the disciple whom Jesus loved. He peers into the tomb and sees the empty grave clothes, a detail that many believe indicates that this wasn't the work of grave robbers. The body wasn't simply taken away. No, something else was at play here. The disciples leave, but Mary remains behind to weep outside the tomb, which should tell you an awful lot about the relationship that she felt with Jesus. In her darkest moments, Mary encounters the risen Jesus, a transformed Jesus, the resurrected Jesus. But in her grief, she doesn't recognize him at first which also ought to tell you an awful lot about what the resurrection really is like. It's not simple zombie resuscitation in the form that we've always known. It is something more than that. This was still Jesus, but she didn't recognize him right away because the visual isn't what was important here. And that's always been true of Jesus. The visual is not important. I think there's a big reason why Jesus is never described physically in the Gospels. And that is because we can, each one of us, see ourselves in Jesus and Jesus in us. But she does not recognize him at first. She mistakes him for the gardener until Jesus calls her name. And there's the kicker. The voice of Jesus is what holds the power, not the body, the voice. Then she recognizes him when he calls her by name it's in this tender moment of revelation that Mary realizes that Jesus is alive, risen from the dead. I love this next part. 
And this is one that gets overlooked, particularly by men, a lot and has over history. Jesus instructs her to go tell the disciples that he is risen and Mary obeys. Why is that a big deal? Because throughout Christian history, men have said women can't be pastors because they label it on a passage in one of the Timothys. Women cannot be preachers. But here in the gospel, we literally have Jesus giving the command to a female disciple to be the first one who goes and proclaims the resurrection, the good news. So if you think that women can't be pastors, Jesus would like to have a word with you. It was to a woman that the initial spread of the good news of the gospel was entrusted. The news of Jesus's resurrection spread then like wildfire, turning the world upside down. Now, what does this incredible event even mean for us today? What does it mean for us today? Well, I think it means everything. I think it means everything. The resurrection of Jesus is the foundation of the Christian faith. There is no Christianity without resurrection. That's just a simple truth. Now we can debate as has been debated since the resurrection, what exactly that looked like and what it ultimately means. But what we can't debate is that resurrection. Resurrection is a linchpin of Christianity. And so it means everything for us. It gives us hope in the midst of the darkest moments of our lives. Just as Jesus rose from the dead, we too can experience new life, transformed by his power. Whatever else we are, have been, or will be, followers of Jesus Christ, our resurrection people. Amen? The resurrection is a reminder that God is in the business of turning hopeless situations into glorious victories. When we encounter seemingly insurmountable obstacles, we can trust that God is still at work, turning darkness into light and death into life. No matter how dark it gets, God is still working. So as a community, let us remember and celebrate the resurrection of Jesus Christ today and every day. John Wesley, the founder of Methodism, was known to say that every Sunday is a little Easter. Every Sunday is a little Easter. I would take it one step further and say that, yes, while every Sunday is a little Easter, we ought to be Easter people every single day. Every single day, God is at work. And so we should have hope that even in our hopelessness, that is not the final word. Let us cling to the hope that his resurrection brings, knowing that no matter how dire our circumstances may appear, we serve a God that can literally bring life out of death, life out of death. And if you don't think that that is a thing that can actually happen, there's a frog that exists. There's a frog that is, exists that can remain literally frozen solid for years. He thought out and immediately start living again. That's not exactly resurrection, but it's pretty darn close. So if you don't think that that's something that the natural world can endure, explain that frog to me. It makes no sense whatsoever. We can prove that that happens. So it's only just a little leap of faith to imagine that the all-powerful God of the universe can bring life out of actual death. Let us go forth like Mary Magdalene and share the good news of Jesus' resurrection with the world we come here to get filled up. We come here 
to get fed, to get spiritually fed. We come here for hope. But here's the secret of Christianity. That is only step one of why we come here. Yes, we come here to get filled, but for a purpose, a so that, so that we can take that hope out to the world. We don't all have to be standing on a street corner with a bullhorn, but we all do have to be sharing the love of Jesus Christ with the world who needs it. If you're not doing that, then I question your beliefs. I question them. And again, Jesus would like to have a word with you. We can confidently proclaim that our Savior has risen and is alive, and that in him, we too can experience the power of resurrection and new life. Amen?